Hi guys, welcome back to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice Saltzman. Website is atawithalice.com, A-T-H-A with Alice.com. Ata translates to right here, right now. Right here, right now, I'd like to speak to you about how sick can we get from eating uh, corn, chocolate, really unhealthy oils, alcohol. You know, the more polluted we are, the less we know how sick we get from it. The more polluted we are, the, the less affected we are by it. But there are so many people sick on a daily basis, and they're just not equating the food and the shit that they're ingesting to what is going on in their bodies. Whether it's their bellies or their headaches, they're not getting it. So this past week, a week and a little over a week ago, I turned 60 years old and decided I'm having a party. I have a party at a restaurant. It's not vegan, but they, they um, agreed to make everything that I am going to have for my guests vegan. So, um, and it wasn't, you know, a lot. It wasn't a dinner or anything. It was some snacks. There were corn chips, which I don't normally eat, which were probably made with canola oil. There were, um, there was, I, I bought myself a vegan raw cake that had chocolate in it. And I eat chocolate every so often, but not a lot. It had chocolate. It had, was sweetened with maple syrup, but it also had condensed coconut cream in it with the, to make the icing with the, with the cashews. I'm sure that had sugar in it. Um, and, uh, and then I had two glasses of wine. Um, but before that, a couple hours before that, I had a cocktail, um, a gin and seltzer. Okay. So the alcohol, the corn, the chocolate, and the unhealthy oils. Well, there was a beet hummus. There was, um, probably oil with corn chips. There was oil. Um, we had a uh, spicy cauliflower and a uh, soy cauliflower, and that probably had, uh, you know, oils in it. So what I'm, what my point is, is that after my party, I went home and had some water, da, 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 and then the next morning woke up and felt like I was going to die, die. I mean, we're talking a migraine that would not quit, a bellyache. I was in the bathroom starting around, mm, I want to say, let's see, I went to bed around 12.30, 4 or something. I woke up. I was like, oh, I don't feel so good. I think I'm going to throw up. Did not throw up but thought I was going to throw up and was in the bathroom. Okay. So I was like, okay, let me have some lemon water because lemon water helps to get rid of all the toxins we've ingested. So I have a glass of lemon water. Okay. Nothing. I go back to bed. I'm like, okay, okay. Let me have some, I take some tinctures. I'm like, I have, I have zinc. I have this, I have that. I'm, I'm doing everything I can. And then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll wait, a, I'll wait an hour. I'm going to have some celery juice. Celery juice clears out the toxins. I know I'll make celery juice. Barely could stand up. I make celery juice and I get it down somehow. And I'm thinking, oh no, I'm not going to make it. Oh no, I'm not going to make it. Run to the bathroom. I, I don't throw up, but I'm not feeling good. Stomach ache, diarrhea. It's freaking gross. Not to get too, too graphic here, but I mean, I have a stomach ache. Then I had my private client who I see in the morning to do yoga with. And he shows up on my Zoom and he's like, Alice, how you doing? I'm like, oh, not so good. And he's like, no, no, go back to bed. And I'm like, no, no, I got this. So we do a little yoga. And at the end, he says, I don't know how you got through this. He's like, because he's like, Al, you look 
awful. And he's like, okay. So I get through that. I go back to bed. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to bed. I can fall asleep. I am so sick, I can't fall back asleep. So then I start taking my vitamin C, and I'm like, okay, I take some magnesium. I'm doing everything I can. Drink some water, drink some water. So I try to make myself my wild blueberry banana drink that I drink every morning. It's wild blueberries, bananas, little orange juice water, and some chaga, barley grass powder, and um, a little dulse and some cilantro. I make my drink. I can't get it down. It, I mean, I'm like, I'm sipping it. I'm like, oh, this is, oh, oh. I mean, it was, so getting back to my point, how sick can we get from having alcohol, corn, chocolate, and unhealthy oil? Well, there are so many people walking around with food sensitivities. And what happens is most of us who've been around on the planet a while have been eating foods that have really affected the insides of our bodies. Some of you may experience heartburn. Some of you may experience unhealthy bowel movements on a regular basis. Some of you may experience headaches, anxiety, your adrenals are stressed. I mean, I get sensitive to secondhand smoke. I work at a, a drug alcohol psych rehab and all of these people smoke. With my mask on, even still, I go home with a headache. So we can get headaches and triggers from so many things, but I want to get back to the food. So different foods we experience may cause different discomforts. And what happens is they now in your intestines and the intestinal lining is so like abused that there's little, like I spoke about this a couple weeks ago, they, they get little tears and then that stuff goes into the bloodstream. And also now the liver, the liver, the poor liver, it's getting like so overtaxed. And when the liver gets overtaxed, you know, it's now there's viruses, there's pathogens, there's all sorts of viral fuel in there that then goes from the liver to the gallbladder, blah, 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 and the intestines, everything, it's in the bloodstream. Now we start to have all of these different things going on and we're not feeling particularly well. It's like a vicious cycle. So that there's liver, there's, these are like liver troublemakers. The foods that I'm talking about are really, they really mess with the liver. Um, so we're so, I mean, granted, some of you don't drink alcohol and good for you. I may never drink alcohol again. So <laughs> what I'm getting at is these foods, these problematic foods, um, so how, like, you know, the corn, the corn has used to be so good when we were growing up. It was, you know, one of those things that was really sweet and delicious. We got a, a corn on the cob, a corn from the farm. We'd have corn on the cob. It would be amazing. Now there's, our corn is compromised because there's so many GMOs that are out there in, in the food world that not all, it's not very frequent that our corn is made well. Um, great. You want to, you want corn, get a, try to get some organic corn in the summer and make that your only corn. I had corn chips at this party. I dipped them in the guacamole that was outstanding and this beet hummus, which was great. Let me tell you something. Uh, we got sent home with that beet hummus. It was in the refrigerator the next day. The next day, I had to throw it out. I was like, "This, I can't smell it. I mean, I don't know if it was the corn chips. It was the oil. I don't know what kind of oil. I mean, even the best restaurants now, not just crappy restaurants use canola oil, but some of the best restaurants in the world are using canola oil, and it is some bad, bad crap. Okay? What are healthy oils? You can use olive oil. 
Um, extra virgin olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil, you only want to eat raw on your salads. Um, you can cook with certain coconut oil that can withstand some heat. You can cook uh, up to like 450 degrees with a avocado oil and grapeseed oil. Basically, all those other food oils, vegetable oil, palm oil, canola oil, corn oil, safflower oil, soybean oil, these are unproductive and they cause so much, they, they wreak havoc in our bodies. They create inflammation. They're, they actually add, they feed pathogens to strains of strep, E. coli, staph, and other like unproductive bacteria. I mean, they wreak so much havoc inside the small intestine and the, in the colon. I mean, if you have anything like Epstein-Barr or shingles or, I mean, herpes or any, so much, anything that, any kind of um, illness that is caused, caused by inflammation and stress in the pancreas and the liver, this results in weak digestion, weak digestion. And also, so again, what happened to me? I was not always a vegan. I w have not always been eating healthy and I don't always eat healthy. I mean, I'm a vegan, but not all vegans are healthy. I eat plenty of crap and I'm getting to the point where I can eat less and less crap. Now, those of you who eat meat and soy and dairy, oh, God bless you. But let me tell you something. Some of these foods are destroying the insides of your body. I mean, we're talking causing so much inflammation and getting into your blood and keeping the blood like so full of toxins and even the dairy and the meat, you're also ingesting hormones and antibiotics from the animals. And what happens is then you become resistant to the antibiotics when you're sick and the doctor gives you antibiotics, which by the way, also have chemicals in them that we don't really need either. I mean, if we, if we were healthy enough, we wouldn't even need the antibiotics. So what I'm saying is that we're, we're ingesting that. That's taxing the liver. That's taxing the gallbladder, the pancreas. So there's so much that we ingest. And I'm not talking just food, the chemicals, but alcohol. Let's get back to alcohol. So if, you, if some of you drink, you may get a hangover. For those of you who are professionals, you may not get a hangover very often. But for me, oh my God. So what do you want when you have a hangover? The first thing you want when you get a hangover is like the grand slam breakfast. You're like, oh yeah, let's bring it on. I'll have potatoes and eggs. I'll have the bacon. I'll have the pancakes. What do you got? What do you got? I'll have a, I'll have a pizza. I'll have a roast beef sandwich. I mean, when you have a hangover, you want a hamburger, you want a cheeseburger. I mean, and again, pouring more fuel on the fire, the dairy, the oil, the, the, the meat juices. I mean, and so much more. And not only are these animals being fed antibiotics, they're being fed, again, the corn, which is totally no good for us anymore because it's covered with GMOs. Um, so the alcohol binge not only is, is uh, causing us to crave other things, which are also bad for us, but then, you know, the, now the liver's taxed. 
and it needs glucose replenishment. So we need to drink a lot of water, and and then it prompts us to overeat because we're so hungover that we feel like we need like a bucket of French fries and you know a a toasted bagel or something. Like we can't get enough carbs after a hangover. So we have to then like think about that poor little liver. That poor little liver. It's full of pharmaceuticals. It's full of alcohol. It's full of oil. It's full of I mean, you name it, corn. And, and, and caffeine and, and excessive salt, because when we eat that kind of shit, we're also now we're having all that excessive salt and it's drying it out. Okay, now, now we're, 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 you know, not that the alcohol has dehydrated us, but now the salt's dehydrating us. And so, and, and corn, like I said, another fuel for pathogens in the liver that can leave, that don't, they don't leave the liver for 90 days, even after a cleanse. That's how long it takes. Canola oil contains undiscovered chemical compounds that are harsh to the liver, causing liver cell weakness, which takes two, six months to rid six months to get rid of canola oil, 90 days to get rid of corn. No wonder we're all full of viruses. I mean, we're just full of viral waste matter. And so these are all pathogens. And what happens is when we have all this tax on the liver, bacteria starts to form, foodborne toxins. I mean, there's like, and then there's other other stuff, adding, adding fuel to the fire. Then on top of that, you have the chemical stuff. Then you have the plug-in air fresheners and the scented candles and cologne and aerosols and and God knows what else, hair dye. And, you know, I mean, granted, I do my hair and I use nail chemicals because I polish my nails, all right? But I try to not have these things all the time to give the liver a rest. We need to give the body a rest so it has time to heal. That's that's all there is to it. I mean, we really need to give the body a rest. And chocolate, chocolate is a stimulant. It's addictive. We all, I mean, I must say we all love it. I happen to love it. And I know a lot of people who love chocolate. But in terms of getting a migraine, the, it's, it's a highly, it's really highly aggressive to the nervous system, which can trigger migraines. And some people claim that chocolate and the other forms of caffeine can help a migraine. Well, the truth is, is that we've experienced the effect of these caffeine triggers and the, 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 what happens is the adrenals get flooded and the body, you know, uh, reacts to that adrenaline, that adrenaline. But what happens is it causes inflammation and over time, that inflammation causes the migraines. So it's really, uh, if you suffer from migraines, you may want to think about, you know, giving up chocolate for a while. And then when you bring it back in, just try a little bit and see if you get a headache. Uh, I'm, I'm blown away by how sick I can get from, you know, celebrating a birthday. So why, why am I saying this is because I don't know how many of you are sick on a daily basis, either with a stomach ache or a headache or body aches or, or brain fog, because food can cause food fog or low energy, or, you know, there's so many things we get from the food we are ingesting. So this is why I'm saying it again. Listen to your body. Start to pay attention to these subtleties that are happening on a daily basis. 
again, I'm not telling you to give up everything that you love. I'm saying try to give up one thing. And the oils, guys, the, the bad oils, canola oil, cottonseed oil, palm oil, these are fats that burden the liver and thicken the blood. Canola and corn can feed pathogens, creating inflammation. And so butter, oh yeah, butter, another one. Let me just tell you, butter, I mean, and God knows. And so if you're going to have butter, try to do an organic butter. And read labels, guys, read labels. And don't be afraid to do a cleanse every so often. Don't be afraid to cleanse yourself of one thing. What's one thing for three months? If you get rid of dairy for three months, or if you get rid of chocolate for three months, you, you know, you know what was it? Well, I, I'm a Jew, but I had a whole bunch of friends who were Catholic, and they would give up something for Lent. I think, what is that, 30 days you give up something for Lent? If you give up something for 30 days, you can give it up for 90. I mean, think of all the people who are in program for drugs and alcohol. They, they, you know, they get their 30-day chip, their 60-day chip, their 90-day chip, just like anything else. Or, you know, for me, I used to, I used to compare myself to... Um, Remember the odd couple that was Felix and um, Felix and Oscar. And Oscar, he was like a sm smoking, gambling, eating fool. And Felix was like a you know like a clean, clean eating, clean guy. You know, hardworking, like didn't smoke. I always thought of myself as Oscar. Like I would have one time they decided to go to a, like a fat camp, like a fat thing. So, so Oscar can get clean off of like pastrami sandwiches and stuff like that. And they go and it's like a lockdown. Like they, like they lock them in so they can't get out to go get their favorite foods. And this is how I, I see my life. I'm like one of those people. I have to be like, okay, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't smell it. Don't like, I'm really good if I don't have to leave the house and smell something you know i remember becoming a vegan and i would pass burger king and like literally have my head out the w window to smell the char i would go past bakeries and i would actually walk into a bakery and huff the bakery smell and <laughs> i mean we're talking about butter and dairy i mean and just my, my husband was like what are you doing i'm like i have to smell that i love that smell so i mean this is what i'm saying we are able to, we have the discipline to give something up with work. We again, do we all have to be Oscar and get you know go to the fat camp or go to the detox camp? Or, yeah, some of us maybe. Some of us may need to go to the rehab to say I need to give up. I need to give up dairy and gluten and alcohol and corn and 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 unhealthy oils and chocolate. But some of us have the wherewithal to give up one thing for three months and see how we're feeling. And then when you're bringing it back, when you're bringing it back in. Okay. Ooh, I don't, I don't feel so good. You know, it, the body can only take so much. And those of you who are young and still feeling great, oh, bless you. But let me tell you something in a couple of years, and some of you are young and already feeling sick and you poor souls. I mean, we are just going to have to learn that what the body can handle and we want to feel our best. I mean, we're living in a really weird climate right now with these viruses. There's a billion of them out there, nonstop, troublemaking, you know, causing all, wreaking all sorts of havoc. And again, the what you're eating, the foods that you eat are making healing harder. So with that being said, listen to your body. Try to give up one thing if you're feeling sick on a regular basis. How polluted are you? And if you're that polluted and you have no idea how sick you are, maybe try giving up one of those things and see if you start to feel any better. 
But those of us who get sick from the slightest things or you're sick on a daily basis, take a peek at what you're ingesting and maybe try giving up one of those things. Thank you for listening. This is Alice Saltzman. You have been listening to Enlightened and Annoyed with Alice. Website is atawithalice.com. Bye for now.